Hello, woman. Hi, Kang. <laughs> What's up? How we doing? Mm, not well. Girl, you be <laughs> suffering. <laughs> this is twice now. <laughs> yeah, we're new for two with the hangovers. Baby. I think there's really On no better time to just delve into it, you know, like than when you're hungover because you just don't even have the bandwidth to be anything except perfectly honest. Oh, true. Right. There's no embellishing. It's just what my brain is, you know, really just what I think I say. Those um, synapses you fire and then the messaging just is like coming out. So that will be, um, you know, it could get scathing considering what we're going to be talking about. I'm excited to scathe. But first, I think we should talk about driving because... <laughs> You really want to talk about this. I, but, like, I'll take this opportunity. Here's the thing, Alyssa. I'm not good at driving, and it's because I'm a woman, and women shouldn't drive. We also shouldn't vote. Can, you I, know? can I say? Yeah, we should not vote. Women um, should not. We actually don't even, like, really house, deserve, right? Yeah, I believe in household voting. Um, household voting, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. That's a yes um, I'm a me, single dog. issue. I'm a single issue voter, actually. I'm very um. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my issue is the cuteness of the pantsuit in question. <laughs> Wait, you know, um, this is so driving. You say that it's just women. Apparently, there persists this stereotype about bisexuals that they can't drive. And well, I think it's mostly first of all, I can attest to the fact that that's true. I am a bisexual woman and I cannot drive, nor can any of my bisexual friends. But here's the thing like, you know, that like, well, I'll tell you why. Um, (laughs) You know, that like tweet series that's like, like jokes about like, like, oh, if your girl got like a smashed ass screen on her iPhone, that means the pussy's like fucking out of this world. You know what I mean? Like, like girls that are like the most ratchet in life are like the sexiest. Okay, yes. And it's I, it's because I'm a sexy bisexual. I I can't drive. Like God was like, if I make you drive, you'll be too powerful. Uh-huh. Just like math. Right. Like I can't do the. I can't do either of, either of these things that we're talking about. No, can't drive. Definitely no math. And I, I mean, math. It's just. I'm a teacher, and when I got hired, they were like, oh, are you comfortable, like, subbing in for, like, lower school math? And I was like, well, what is your definition of comfortable? (laughs) Or math. (laughs) But I lied. I was like, yeah. Or lower lower school math. What even constitutes lower school math? I don't know. What do kids learn? (sighs) I feel like I didn't learn anything. Actually, that's not true. I think I actually could sub lower school math. I don't really feel like that was a lie because I think that my math actually, my math capacity ended in after Mm. school. I've done a lot of unlearning with math. Right, mostly that. Yeah, like I think I actually did pretty well in math throughout high school, but a lot of unlearning of that math has taken place over the past that's interesting. I definitely did not do well in high school. The thing about me in high school, well, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff to say here, but <laughs> the one thing, the just, one thing, about... the one thing that you really need to know is that I got like straight A's and A pluses in like English and history, and then like C C minuses in like science and math. So then we evened out to like a sexy little B B plus average. 
okay. um, which is how I got into college. Okay. So when I took the SAT, um, which is traumatizing to think about now, um, I got like very stupid, dumb math scores. And then I think I got like one question wrong on the verb. That was me. So overall, yeah, right. It's like, oh, your SAT scores are surprisingly good. You know that line in Lady Bird? <laughs> I, like I felt that. Well, I I was just never really good at the standardized test format, but as a student, mm, as a student, I've got to be transparent and say that I was hitting the marks across subjects. I was pretty well-rounded student in high school. I, not. I also went to private school, which is like fucking hell on earth for like academia. I did both. Like I cried a lot. I uh, like public private school I went to private school when I was in elementary school like in middle school and that's where most of my trauma in my childhood definitely is you know centered around why I'm the most traumatized is because I went to private school the whole time yeah that's definitely why my parents would also be like you should be so grateful which like realistically like I should have been grateful now I'm grateful but at the time I was just like yeah you face you also just can't tell like (laughs) sorry Whoa. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm getting tested tomorrow. I know, I'm proud of you. Thanks for mans. That's the only reason to be tested, baby. I'm just kidding. We should all be getting tested at all times. I think, yeah. However, the government has not made that readily available or affordable. Not us, affordable. Holy shit. The copay on this is... Wait, is it really? Because it's actually free. Like, we have... I'm talking about, like, the country at large, but here in San Francisco, we actually have, like, fully free testing. I drove through in my car, and I sw- swabbed my nose, and they were like, you're fine. I got my results in, like, 12 hours. Oh, like, no. Like, you wait for, like, two weeks. Yeah, in our hours. area, it's uh, it's pretty much, like, a week and a half, too. So to get the rapid testing, you have to pay more. To get Dude. To get my results in the next three days, I have to pay... I'm not even gonna say the number. It's not worth it. Okay. Let's not get mad. My yeah, my mom's paying for it. <laughs> uh, Melissa, you need to go to jail right now. It's health um stuff, so she's yeah, it's totally health. Yeah, she has no idea. I'm like, mom, I really it's like just... an imminent dick of yeah. <laughs> like, hey, listen, yes, exactly. Alba, <laughs> mom, like I, Alba, babe, it's been too long. <laughs> this wop is turning into a dot, babe. I just, your mom's like, Fuck. I just told her I was like, you know, I think it might be a smart idea to get tested, mom. Like, you know, I've been moving around, I've been meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you know, yeah, like it's a smart idea to get tested. And she goes, I hear, your I hear that. Like, <laughs> Um, I bet she does. Wait until she hears this. Oh, <laughs> she <laughs> she won't. This will never reach her. It, I, well, that's what you think. Mm. Anyway, so driving. Can you give your frank and honest review of driving before yeah. I talk a little about driving? I believe I, I did this. Need to talk about I did this it. for the internet. Maybe this is what inspired your take as well. You did that for the private internet, but I think that talking about like daily things that you have to do in a frank way is kind of nice because we just kind of take for granted the fact that we have to do these things and we never talk about like our actual feelings about them. Right. So, and also we just never question them or challenge them um like yeah because it's just something you have to do or do you like going to the dentist 
Well, here's the thing is I don't have to go to, I mean, I do have to go to the dentist, but I haven't for like three and a half years. And I didn't drive for about three and a half years. So yeah, here's the thing. I have a couple of adult friends who grew up in San Francisco with me who just didn't get their driver's license. Cause like, why would you, you know what I mean? Like, so, and also my friend in New York, like one of my very good, very good amigos, Cameron, she yeah she still doesn't have her driver's license and she's like 20 but i mean it like it like goes against you know people's culture here in new york it goes against like why would you drive well here's the thing melissa is every time i've gone to the whitney you know how it's like free if you're like under 18 so i lie and i'm like i'm 17 and they're like can i see id and i'm like i don't have a driver's license i'm from new york and they accept <laughs> that as an answer because that's only something also it's like from new york would i don't say. have a driver's license yeah i'm like what like at what age do you get your driver's license at 17 in california 16 oh. i think 16 and a half i don't know i had my permit for a while i don't really remember the whole process kind of sucked his day well this is how i summed up my my review of driving um so I gave driving points for uh being a massive boom box so it's Mm. this Mm -hmm. it's it's a boom box that you are inside of um yeah and then driving also gets points because at the time it helped me get away from my mom Mm -hmm. huge Huge points. points there um However, yeah, driving loses points because I believe I said that the overall goal of driving is to get places. And if I had to choose between going places and not going places, I choose not going places. So um, overall, if the place that you went was not by your mom, so that's a good place. Yeah. So that's why, you know, it balances out overall to a score for me driving it gets seven out of ten that's pretty high like higher than i would think. like i here, like yes no you, you make some really good points what's your so score today, oh, and then walk me think through about it. it i right but like i think i'm gonna do the walking and then get okay to the yeah score. Walk, like today sure. today i like like we were talking about like something completely unrelated and i realized that i was sending you a voice message while eating a salad and driving 72 miles an hour on the Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> which pretty well summarizes my experience with driving. But the thing about San Francisco, also specifically the Golden Gate Bridge, is that there's a locals only lane. And Shut I, the fuck up. I affectionately... What does that mean? <laughs> it means that, like, the median on the Golden Gate Bridge is made out of, like, kind of terrifying, like, cement blocks. And, like, tourists, like, don't drive next to the cement blocks because it's, like, scary. Like, you're, like, literally, like, six inches from the cement block. But, like, my ass, I grew up here. I'm eating a salad. I'm doing 72. I'm making a voice memo. And I'm, like, driving next to the median. And that makes you so, dislike driving? I think that's just... Um, it's not that I dislike it. It's just, like, a humbling little brush with death that I could have every day. And that's kind you of what, what I, mean? I think of, regardless of whether or not you're a good driver or not a good driver, like, driving is... Yeah, a date with death. You're inviting death into your life anytime you drive. These they're, they're like fucking right. death machines. One small they thing. Are. I have a Honda Civic, and yeah, one 100%. tiny little mistake it might not even be your fault. Dead. 
Yeah, well, I've totaled the car before. So I did, in fact, actually see my life flash before my eyes. And I was listening to Pool, the Porches album. Mm. I was listening to it while I had that car accident. And Wait, I that segues I so well. I know. Well, I had to pause the music after the accident, which is like the weirdest feeling in the world. It's like mm. I just told my car and like this album is still playing. So that oh, was like fuck. not cool. That's eerie. But it kind of was. But here's the thing is like with driving for me is driving gets points for nostalgia. Because mm. my, my, my like happy driving is always like high school kind of. Like I would like fucking speed home like 20 minutes before curfew like to my house from my like fucking high school boyfriend's house or whatever and like the boombox thing that's a big part of it um being alone I love being alone yeah so the car's a good place to do that also um crying points for crying I've never I've never cry driven never done it because I mean what are you eating I was eating a plum before what is this? You and fruit? You're just like fruity on the Dude, I oh, love man. plums so much. I was thinking about this the other day. They're gr- they're well, so great. <laughs> they're yeah, only they're really, in like, season succulent. like right now for a month. I know. You know what I love also is the pluot. I digress. Driving. So the points for the boombox, the points for the nostalgia, and the points for crying because like something like a cry, a car cry just like it fucking hits different. Like yeah the number of car cries i've had over the years high school college modern day like beautiful like really really good like some good moments that i have with myself and i i do this weird thing where i take like pictures of myself when i cry so i have like a folder on my phone of just like pictures of me crying which i think is i think that's healthy because then you know what kind of crier you are ugly you're ugly i assume i'm gonna default and say that yeah i assume that i'm an ugly crier but i've never actually gone out of my way to check that but i think that's healthy for you to do that how much do you usually cry recently um recently not a lot olivia i've i think i've told you this personally like one-on-one but like within the Mm -hmm. past year i just feel so much lighter like yeah. That doesn't mean that I don't yeah. feel things and that I'm not emoting. It's just like not taking. No, just the emotional range is in a, like deep and high. If that makes sense, like there's not as much like no. Well, like, uh, no. Contrast. I mean, I still am feeling. I think you were feeling that a little bit more recently, but on the whole, mm-hmm. I would say that I'm still. Yeah, I think I'm emoting and I'm engaging with my surroundings, and like. Overall, I, I just don't think it's just taking as severe of, like, manifestations, like, in terms of crying. I think that yeah. everything that I do feel is just, li- like, all it's all internal. Like, I'm, I'm not really, like, okay. manifesting feelings as much externally or to others or, like, projecting it. I feel like I've just, right. I think yeah. I'm, yeah. I think I'm like that, too. Like, I think that that's part of the reason that I don't cry. Like, I think in the last year... I've probably cried like hard. Like I'm not talking like a little like cute little like yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Up moment. Like I'm talking like like tears. Same. Like maybe there's a little chest heaving, like some heavy breathing type yeah. thing. Um, probably like four to six times in 2020 total yearly. 
Um, if we were talking like right now to like this time, twenty nineteen, like okay. exactly like a calendar year, like yeah, probably like Ooh. four to six times. Well, and it, I cried yesterday really hard, but like that, like no need to unpack on the pod, <laughs> unpack privately. And then I cried like three weeks ago when I was watching Normal People for the first time. I cried really hard. I recall. Um, that's again. That's a different. That's going to be a different thing. That's going to be a different episode. But those were the two recent times that I can remember in the last like six months. I also like have not. Other than that, I have not cried really. I remember when I cried last. You know, a hard cry. Well, first of all, if we rewind mm-hmm. to this time last year, I was entering my last memorable like. I was I was kind of feeling low. I was in a funk. I was entering a funk. Um, well, no, it's August. I think I entered a funk, like a depressive funk, starting like last October. And that was because yeah. people started to get hired. People were applying for jobs. And I was just a fucking mess. I did not know what I was doing, like wh- where I even should apply. I wasn't getting right. any responses from the places that I was applying toward to. So I was just spiraling and getting really scared, to be honest. Like I was just scared about yeah, how like the lack of clarity that I had about the next steps of I'm my sure. life. And, um, and so I just, I, I think that was the last period of time when I really uh, was – I would fall into those sorts of, like, crying spells at the slightest little thing. Mm. Like, the slightest thing. Someone yeah. – you know, you ever cry in public when it's super inappropriate and – Oh, boy, do I. And what happens to me is that the fact that I'm in public and I shouldn't be crying actually makes it so much worse. And I this pout – happens to my face where it's like I'm trying to conceal I'm trying to to hold it in and then I just pout like my face just droops down it's yeah it's so yeah and then the worst thing happens when someone is like are you okay and then you just oh yeah oh yeah it's it's 180 No, somebody just looks at you oh yeah tiny bit of like marked sincerity they're like are you okay and you're like like oh god oh my god yeah I'm tearing up thinking about I can't oh god okay yeah I don't cry much um but I totally relate to what you're saying because I think when I do cry I start to cry about minutia like something Mm -hmm. like like the fucking normal people or whatever but then it actually turns out that I'm crying about like four different other things in my life that I compartmentalized and didn't cry about so it's like a it's sort of a cascading sexy little domino effect there if you will the last big one for me that I remember was going uh, back to college for my spring semester that ended up getting cut short, but um, mm. like saying goodbye to my mom and hugging her, I just broke down crying. And oh, you're actually sweet. But it had really nothing to do with her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. just the moment yeah. of like, wow, this is the l- I've done this so many times. Like, say goodbye to my mom and then go back to school or go wherever I'm like jet setting off to. And this is the last totally. time. And at that point, I still didn't have a job. And it, yeah, it was yeah, um, a lot of stuff. A lot of everything stuff. really coalesced, and I was just it. It was that cool. fear totally of the unknown. Yeah. So that was my last big cry. But 
I think that now we've talked about being vulnerable for a while, we should probably, like, get into the crux of the app, which is to talk about, like, <laughs> meanness and, like, like our, like, our general placement in the world on the mean, nice spectrum, what that means to us, mm. et cetera, because... I think we're not. Do- I'm not doing a good job of breaking it down right now, but I think that the listeners are gonna they're gonna go with me. Like, like y'all get it. Like, I yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, do you ever like think about how people are nice or not, or like when you meet somebody, you're like, wow, they're a really nice person. Well, you know nice I mean? is not a personality. I think that's a unpack that. I think that's where we need to start. Yeah. So is so. I think that's something that actually people talk about a lot. Like. You're right. When when yeah. you first meet someone, I think it's like a common thing to be like, first of all, whether or not you enjoyed them as a person, the first thing that you say is whether or not they were nice. So that's like a precursor wow. to like any assessment of like what you actually thought about them, which I think is interesting because then you're like distinguishing it from like nice or like mean or like it's not even mean. It's just like standoffish. Is that like the opposite? Because like there are very few people that would go like full sicko mode full in- first interaction and be like me yeah but at the same know? time I'm not sure that <laughs> that people would at the so if they first meet me I'm not confident that someone would be like yeah she's so nice <laughs> oh Melissa they would not no one no, I don't think anyone's that. ever said that <laughs> But I don't think I- no one's been like Olivia. Wow, what a sweetheart! Yeah, like, what a bro. sweetheart. <laughs> um, <laughs> not not nice. like I recently had someone be like, "You're a bitch," and I was like, "Yes." And like, what is your point? Like, did you think that was gonna be insulting? Like, oh, say, say like, more. <laughs> say more. Yeah, like, so. Um, but I don't think it's. I I think that. Mm, I'm also going through this a lot right now because I'm meeting so many new people at the moment. Um, mm, yeah, this is when I think about this the most. It's like when I'm, I, me too, because I just started a new job. Right. So I'm like, I am trying to like be more cognizant of the way that I come likewise, off. Likewise, likewise. my last job, I just didn't care. Because <laughs> I was like, this is part of me being mean, but I was like, you guys are all millennial Republicans. Like, I don't give a living fuck what you think about me, and I will wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, and you will literally eat me out, although you probably have never done that. Definitely not. Um, no. There's, like, no hot sex being had in Republican household. This is a different topic, but, like, I'm confident about that. Continue. So, yeah, just being, like, more cognizant of, like, how I come off, and I feel like um well yeah fundamentally I'm not not sure that I I, uh ooze nice you know someone was like if someone had just met me and they were like telling me telling describing me to their friend I'm not sure nice would be the word but I don't think mean would be the word either I think it's just like maybe blunt or like I think it's those are often par- like like those are often like polarized as like opposites of like mean and nice, but like I think they're not really like mean. They're not really actual mean. proper antonyms in this like in what no. we're talking about. I don't think because right okay this I, like segue is so much into something I wanted to talk about, which is like the idea of like bullying. Like I've never fucking bullied anybody in my life. True. Like, I would never, never yeah. no. I've I would never bullied. intentionally 
same I've been bullied. like I would never intentionally go after a person repeatedly like looking to hit them where it hurts to be you know honest, what I mean or like like prey on their insecurities or whatever like that's just some shit I would never do like can I would I say offhanded like mean things occasionally like for sure like that's me but like would right. I like fully someone may I offer no. may I offer perhaps a more appropriate foil to nice that we fought, yeah. fall into Please. so our foil Please. You know, if we're not nice, it's not that we're mean. I think that our foil is that we're funny with like, uh, like, but we hold no prisoners in being funny. Right. Like, there's like certainly a barb to that. A lot. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. Like, I feel like yes. most of the time, I'm, um, you know how what they say about irony? It's like the whole point of why irony works is because you have to like, you're taking the chance that it will not work. <laughs> like there is, you know, you're, yeah, there's, there's, there's so there's sure. risk in irony. And I feel like that's part of like yeah. our humor too. It's like, there's risk that people won't get it or something maybe. Or they'll just take it wrong. Or they'll take like, it wrong. Say, yeah. like, that but I'm like, I'm trying to, to be funny. I'm actually trying to make you laugh. I'm not trying to be mean at all. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So I think that the people who have been in my life for a really long time, of which, like, there are innumerable, like, including you, like, we've been friends, friends for, like, three years. I love like, that I we can say ever... that. <sighs> kind of hot. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think that, ooh, ooh, I don't think that I've ever said anything that was, like, my, like, my brand of funny, where you were, like, oh, actually, that hurt my feelings. Because I think that the people that are in my life that long-term that I trust, if I say something that hurts their feelings, they're, like, hey that hurt my feelings and then I'm like oh fuck I'm sorry oh yeah like I think where I run into trouble is when I have people in my life that aren't like that stellar of communicators that don't just tell me and they instead like harbor like kind of a quiet resentment of like oh you were mean about like this or whatever like I I need someone to be like that's my boundary like don't cross it and then I'll be like yep say no more (laughs) this is a there's a funny Courtney Kardashian video about this, but I know that's not your <laughs> your thing. It's not my wheelhouse. No, well, we can just pass through that one. Um, okay, I'm glad you yeah. mentioned it. Though I feel like our viewers know what you're talking about. They I do. probably do not. Um, uh, I think that I'm not sure that that's fully the case for me. I think that I actually, in the past, I think I've gotten better. I think that now that's probably a better assessment of like where I'm at with, you know, but in the past, in the past, I think I've actually just been like a dick. (laughs) Oh yeah, totally. Like same, same. But that's, I think that there's been growth. Like I think for me, um, I'll be honest. I think I've like said things that have insulted people by accident that were like objectively not that bad. Like, would not be insulting oh, yeah. or like that, like annoying to like most people, but like for some reason, like it hit that person wrong. See, there's so many. So this is this is why this topic's like so interesting to me because also it's so relative. <laughs> like what people yeah. consider to be like mean or hurtful is some like you would think that's pretty objective, right. but sometimes it's not. Right. And right. I think it's like some people are just they have very like they have soft spots about like specific things that you can't necessarily anticipate like even if you know someone really to be honest I feel as though um there are times where I've known that I've like actively chosen to say something that's kind of mean 
and like I was aware of it but the most the times that I've like actually hurt someone and it would like became a thing like the most I actually was kind of like completely unaware I think in most of those situations same same, same so like why like, do we totally think that is um because I think that you can't anticipate people's soft spots no matter how close you are with them yeah. like I, I I'm thinking of a specific incident right now that where it's like I I, I've been friends with this person for like five years and I like hurt their feelings over something like that I thought was like very small and like yeah serious yeah. but like that was like the end of our friendship you know was like them being like fucking triggered then, okay this right they were triggered by like that thing and like that word was thrown around like so much but like they they that was something that was very hurtful to them so to me like I thought that that I thought that them being really hurt was like dumb but also I was like, I need to validate the fact that you're really hurt by what I said. So I'm just going to like deeply apologize. Like, I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I really didn't mean to hurt your feelings, which like I clearly didn't. So that's, I guess what I'm trying to say is like people that have been in my life for a really long time that know who I am and love me, they know that that's not my intention. Right. Yeah. They have the context for you and who you are to know, you know. Because my niceness is selective. But I think we should like reel this back in and like, um, sort of like add in some color here a little bit more because our personalities we should say that our personalities are somewhat I wouldn't say defined but like they're a a part of our personality is the fact that we're not you know warm and fuzzy both of us so this is why this is like something that we want to talk about even because (laughs) I think that I think that there needs to be space to talk about this. Like, I think that there's space to talk about the opposite, if that makes sense. Like, oh my God, like I went to liberal arts college, right? So like so many girls were like posting like stupid little Instagrams being like, I feel sad today and that's okay. And I wanted to be like, didn't anyone tell you it's not okay to be sad? Like, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about? Like there's such this like culture of like, I'm soft and that's powerful. (laughs) And it's like, at the end of the day, maybe that's not powerful and you're actually just a fucking pushover. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of, like, why... Ugh. I think that if we rewind and we go back to our devolved selves, maybe, like, six years ago, I don't know what your timeline is. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Of, like, let's, let's, like, let's work from you know let's trace the history here because it needs to be said that you know we can we have a certain amount of bandwidth for for meanness I guess or just like being able to take a joke maybe or talking about things frankly but that being said mean still exists (laughs) so and I have been I think we should talk about like well, no, I was going to say, like, I think we should talk about, like, mean, mean, like, things that people have done to us that were, like, okay. mean, you know, like, like, I think that's important, like, that's the distinction, right? So, like, maybe, like, we're blunt, overly honest, offensive, abrasive, like, use any of those words, but I don't think that we're, like, no. mean in the sense of, like, we're not, like, yes. I don't know, like, pre-calculatedly mean, we, like, when I talked about bullying, like, I've never bullied no. anybody. Like, have I made an offhanded comment that made someone sad? Like, probably. But have I, like, bullied them? No. And the, yeah, so this is, the, this is the distinction that I wanted to get at. Um, when I was a freshman in college, I was friends 
with someone who we our friendship did not work out and because because they were really mean and like they took pictures of me and my at the time boyfriend like sitting in public at our college and like sent them to their group chat and like posted them on their finsta like making fun of us they told me to my face that I didn't deserve to have any friends they said that the only reason anyone liked me was because of my quote pretty privilege which I think is like actually kind of a compliment now um they told people that so at the time, my, my boyfriend at the time suffered from like a, a severe anxiety disorder and couldn't really eat for a while. So there was a phase where I was like making him a lot of toast and like kind of like bland food to try to like make it easier for him to eat because he would like throw up a lot from his anxiety. And they told people that I was like abusing him and forcing him to eat. Like, yeah, they were. I, they you were can't awful. even make and, like, that like. <laughs> no, I can't even make that shit up because it's like. No, but that would never be crazy. something that I would like concoct that I would even like want to. Because I don't have the energy no. to like put that into people I don't like. I just simply don't talk to them. Like they clearly hate it. That's me, just so, like, also not my then, angle. That's like something that's just no, not, not my, my angle, angle at not all. My angle. <laughs> totally. It's like fully not my angle. Um, but people right. care so, like, about the strangest things. I know, but, like, people have been, like, mean to me, and I was just, like, the fuck? Because that's, that's a completely different side of meanness than the way that I think of, like, myself. Agree. That's, I mean, that's pretty textbook, what you just described. And that's... Yeah, it was just, like, bullying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you Googled, like, bullying, like, it would be, like, that shit. Thankfully, like, like, I haven't had that in my, you know, more sentient years. It was more so and like Oh, I mean, it was freshman year of college. Like I don't really count it, frankly. Like I mean, but I talked to someone about it recently and they were like, You're clearly still scarred and I was like, No, I'm like scarred from things that happened to me in childhood. Yeah. And don't don't like pass enough scarred from <laughs> <laughs> Can you even be scarred really from like shit like that in high school? Like I'm sure it's not uh enjoyable, but I feel like the formative years in terms of trauma really are like <laughs> Um, <laughs> like no I definitely was not scarred from things that happened to me in high school do I think that they made like people were like not nice to me in high school but I think that made me like a cooler person yeah I was what like were you liked in high school no oh no not at all something that's funny that me and Anna have realized recently like post high school is that we weren't like you know, the popular girls that all, like, dated the same boys and had matching lunchboxes. Like, we weren't that popular. But, like, we were, we were liked. <laughs> like, we were, yeah. we were, we were the anti that group popular. We were the alternative. If that wasn't for you, right. come to us. Come to our party. Right, right, right. Well, woefully, I did not grow up in suburban Philadelphia. <laughs> So I was not part of your group. Where all dreams come true. I think also, I just went to like a really small high school. So there were like fewer niches to fit into. Yeah. Know? How big was your class? Like 95 kids. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you get yeah. it. Like obviously I didn't fit in. Like also like this is like my own personal history. But like I was one of the like scholarship kids at the private high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like these kids, like we had like the family that owns the Gap they sent their kids there like the Fisher family and like the Getty family as in like the Getty museum wow went to yep Ivy Getty she went to my high school how was she anyway like just out of curiosity uh, so 
I'm glad that you asked. Our junior year, she threw this really big party at her house, like the family mansion. And we all went over there and somebody stole her parents' Fabergé egg. No fucking way. It wasn't me, but (laughs) someone did. I kind of wish it had been, you know? Maybe I could, like, say more about being mean, but no. (laughs) But, okay. I mean, that even fits into this, though. It's like, okay. I would never do something like that. You would never do something like that. But would you, no. but would you in Paris snag some batteries because you're like broke as shit at like the Fran Prix? You know that I did. I'm, you I'm visualizing did. the moment where it went over my head that you did that. <laughs> yeah, because we went to Fran Prix together and I was like, I stole these batteries and you were like, the fuck? It just, and I was like, yeah, girl. But I, I, they're not the same type of theft <laughs> in my mind. The no, Fabergé like egg, yeah. Like, um, I stole batteries from like the largest chain in like the country of yeah. France. Like, so like, <laughs> I think this is kind of like that was actually like a stupid analogy that actually like brought me to a a point. I think because like <laughs> because I think that like what I mean this is gonna sound so trite, but just work with me for a moment. Like, I think that a lot of like what people consider mean and nice is just like a product of like social constructions that were like well totally and then you know just like the stealing thing like you know that's just a social construction that like well if you will look a little bit closer it's a little bit more fucked up that you know these big companies have that kind of leverage over people when they can barely afford things but you my point is that like if you zoom out I think that, like, on the whole, outside of those, like, social constructions, we are generally actually on the side of, like, what's, like, ethical and moral. <laughs> Just, like... Oh, I agree. I think that, I think that morally, I think I'm actually, like, a really good person. Yeah. Like, I think I know, I, I know multiple people. Do you get what I mean? Are, like... That, like, something yeah, about, like, yeah, our totally. social, like, code can can it's obscure awesome. that it's awesome. and like yeah exactly no I've had people be like also like I've had people be like you were intimidating to oh me. I get that one all I'm the like, time I get that is the one I always get intimidating I'm like do you not know that I'm actually like the stupidest little bastard that's ever lived like I can't drive like I will hit a curb going 90 and not even blink like you think I'm into like dude what, I've been what? like really into the self-deprecating humor lately because um like a way to make friends kind of I don't know also though just like um well yes to take the edge off of perhaps you know my uh intimidating factor intimidation factor like I just think it's important to like note at the same time like as much as I'm you know when I'm with people conversationally like being I guess you can say blunt Like, I'm also not taking myself super seriously in the process. Like, I am, you know, part of the, 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 you know, I think that maybe actual assholes, part of the issue is that they do take themselves too seriously, you know? Um, Or that they think that they're above people. They think they're above people. It's a matter of hierarchy. Exactly. Yeah, it's like a matter of hierarchy. And I feel like I have that filter. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's the, that's another big defining factor. Yeah, I, I know. I'm not I know. Like, I actually, 
I'm garbage. Heart and soul. Right. I am stupid. I'm like, I am a big, I am so, I'm so dumb. I know so, there are moments where I'm like, wow, I know so little. (sighs) I know so little. No, I'm like stupid. (laughs) So sure. Totally. Totally. The thing also though is like, ooh, I'm going to go on a limb. I think that I am confident in a very genuine way. I think I like actually like who I am and I like how I look and I like like myself in the world. And obviously that's not easy all of the time. Like I have days where I'm like, wow, I just want to like jump off a bridge. I'm so fucking ugly. Like, because you're sure. human. Like, right. I'm, I'm human. And like, I also accept that about myself. Like I actually accept those things because I think there's so much like I accept myself with like all of Ugh. my flaws and all of my like fuck that dude shut the like no offense like shut the fuck up or full offense shut full the fuck offense. up like full offense shut the fuck up like but I actually think that like I am very confident about who I am and like what I'm about and I think that that also is oh, like awkward yes. people yes especially, like I'm sorry but like especially other women my age well yes I think that. I mean, I think that makes them not. It's intimidating again. Like, like it's intimidating yeah, to it's be intimidating. with someone you yeah. know who is comfortable in their own skin. But I can relate to that completely. Like, you know, I'm not going to act like every human has their own insecurities and things that they work through. Um, yeah. And it's a day by day thing. But on the whole, I think I'm pretty great. Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm really like yeah. proud of myself as a person. And, like, where I've come. Because I don't think that I've been great for, like, moments in my life. Um, I've been, like, alluding to this. But I've been, like, yeah. I've been actually, like, a person that I'm not proud of, too. And, like, yeah. um, like knowing where I came from and, like, where I am now and just feeling that comparison. Because, like, number one, it's, like, we, you know, I have to live and, like, face myself every day. Like, regardless of how I treat other people, I have to, like face myself first and like it's been so much more comfortable like being with myself in the past year or two than in years prior and uh another like uh I mean you're talking about this the way that you just feel confident and genuine um I think the way that I've realized it interestingly is the way that I've realized that I'm you know comfortable in my skin um this is a thought I had recently I have so many less moments of like fear of awkward situations. Um, oh, I never I, really I, had totally. it, but like for sure now I like, I just, I never, yeah, feel, I, yeah. I never really get anxiety about like having an awkward encounter with someone or like, no, me neither. I get anxiety when I like, quit a job yeah like, yeah on my first day and don't know people but, even then my anxiety is like very manageable I'm like whatever like I know what the fuck I'm about but I, so, like, I feel like that is like a yeah. testament of like if you're comfortable in your skin like there's nothing to be feel awkward about and um right right I hear that I also think this is my big thing and I feel like you'll be able to relate to this it's like I actually feel extremely confident in who I am because I've navigated my way and come out on top of so many extremely adverse situations that were like very hard for me and like I think I'm proud of that yeah yeah helps me be proud of who I am and I think there are people who would have we've talked about this before about how people who would have folded we could have fucking like (laughs) you know 
been those kids in high school who like hung out with the wrong crowd and like actually like you know fucked up our lives and right, but like we, we didn't because like there's something in us that's very like strong and direct yeah. and very like truthful about who we are and I think that that's really cool and I also think that like that in contrast to like the girls who like went to my like liberal arts college were like I'm a soft girl like haha whatever I'm like you guys are from like suburban dick fuck nowhere and have never experienced shit like I'm sorry like I don't know I'm being an asshole right now but that's kind of again that's what we're talking about like how meta this is getting it is but I think that if you just like don't actually experience anything hard or like trying and I mean trying in the sense that it literally like tries you then like you probably won't have much to be confident about or whatever because like you don't know like what you're capable of so I think that that's a really positive way to look at hardship and be like well like I went through all this yeah and it sucks but like I went through it because for us on the whole I would say like we viewed um hardship or failure as like an opportunity for growth rather than not yeah because it's about framing yeah you know in your own mind yeah um not that I've always been super successful but that every like unsuccessful moment has brought me to like something like deeper in myself where I was like okay well I guess that I can do this or I can do that or I can like yeah I think like on the whole we've trended upwards I think trending up is huge and I also think that like having awareness about how you come off if you know that you kind of come off as a bitch is huge that's something I've developed yeah I've gotten older as well like tried to make myself more because because try to make myself more accountable because I do want to have connections with other people and other people that aren't similar to me we I want to get into this because um I think it's equally as relevant to just like our desire to actually like connect with different types of people um, or not. Right. I think that despite how I might come off as like deadpan or standoffish, I'm genuinely, I'm just like, I genuinely do want to connect with as many people as possible. Like, and I think that I do that in a way it's very roundabout. Um, I think I've talked, yeah. like, I, I'm not gonna do that by appeasing you and by flattering you and being nice in that way. I'm going to do it by, like, the minute that I meet you, I'm just going to be, like, completely myself. Like, I'm not going to even, I'm gonna pretend as if I know you, actually. I'm gonna just completely act, I, I, yeah, I, like, I act as if I know the person and I am go full force with my personality and to be honest, I feel like it works out better in the end. Like, like you just, you yeah, just, like, there's no, I think I was talking to my roommate about this. I was like, there's just like no need for the awkward phase. Like, why are we doing the pleasantries? Why? Like, this just, if I actually want to be connecting with someone, that step is not necessary. And it's almost like encumbering your ability to actually like, you know, have an authentic interaction with someone if you're stuck in the pleasantries the whole time. I also think that when I was younger, I used to care more if, like, numerically more people liked me. But now I, like, don't at all because, like, I have people in my life who, like, literally fucking love me for who I am and go to the end of the earth for me. So, like, if someone, like, clearly, like, isn't going to, like, like me or, like, want to be my friend, like, I don't do sleep over that. And when I was younger, that wasn't the case, you know? It's so much harder when you have so much less life experience and so much less perspective and you're hoping that people will like you 
and they just like don't or like certain people don't and that there's a lot of social stock in that and that it, I think that's really hard what about um I mean I don't know if people I actually I, I want to delete what I was just gonna say I was gonna say something about being misunderstood um oh I think I actually am like I think yeah like I get what you're saying like that phrase is annoying yeah. but like I think I am misunderstood because I think I'm emergency nice I think I'm really nice where it counts like I like if a friend hit me up and was like hey like I'm in like this bind and I need like $400 for like a fucking plane ticket I would be like yeah like no fucking questions but, like if they're like is this skirt ugly I'll be like yeah yeah you know that's us both emergency nice is is the way to sum it up. Um, we're nice when it counts. And otherwise, <laughs> hit or miss. Yeah, but like being nice where it counts is huge because so many people are the opposite. So many people are like, you look so cute, ha ha ha, whatever. And then we'll just like go fucking or, talk shit about or you. Or not even just like nice, not nice, or just like they are not there when it counts or they're not a friend when it counts. Like, it's just, it has. There's just nobody you would even think of hitting up when it counts. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I would confidently say that I have like a, a fair few people in my life who would think of me when it counts. Like if they're in a fucking bind, they'd be like Olivia, you know? And like, to me, like that's what friendship oh, is. Yeah. It's not like. And also we're both people like... who like I ride very hard for my friends because as do you because uh you know I think that we sort of like created families for ourselves out of friendships because like at home we didn't have like those stereotypical roles as much fulfilled um so I I think that like friendships mean so much more to me probably because of that added layer um and I think that's oh, also totally. why, like, I totally. appreciated actually the feedback and the self-awareness of, like, you know, how I come off and being nice or not nice or just being, you know, sensitive or just being more aware of how I come off in my friendships and, like, making it a work in progress. All of my friendships is, like, so important to me. Like, I would rather, again, just, yeah. like, learn these things about myself and then be able to, like, feed those things back into my friendships because they matter so fucking much to me like uh well sometimes I feel like my friendships are really all I have yeah in terms of my level of like groundedness and sense of belonging like because I I have some like very scattered out like weird ass family that I like fucking love but like other than that like yeah you're pretty much right like I pretty much made my group of friends into my family and so I think that's also why I get really, really, really sad when somebody who's in that group misunderstands something that I do or is angry with me or whatever. It just feels very important to me. Like, people who I care about being angry or sad with me is really hard for me. Oh, yeah. People who I don't care about, it's not hard. I'm not going to be emotionally affected. Like, if I hear some random fucking person doesn't like me, like, that's not something that's going to bother me. I mean, and why should it? There's really, I mean, yeah, but. But it used to when I was younger, you know, like in high school, you would hear like, oh, this random person has this random problem with you. And you would just be like sad. Like you would like think about it and be like, oh, fuck. Like, I just need everyone to like me. I think that's actually a huge part of growing up 
and especially if you have a somewhat strong personality do you think as a woman as a like, woman yeah not everyone not everyone will like you do you think that you're think a that polarizing gender person? aspect is huge totally like people yeah. either love you or they hate you yeah yes. I think I'm the same and Anna is as well yeah Anna's the same too like I think that yeah people either love me or they hate me and that I'm I'm fine with it and I'm finer with it as I get older but there is still that juvenile part of me in the back of my mind that's like oh why doesn't everybody fucking like me and it's like Olivia like to be honest I know that people aren't my biggest fan but I really have not done the work to like think about who they are or like (laughs) You know, like I could, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, but like, no, but it, like I, I could, I could soul search for literally a minute and be like, oh yeah, it is you. Like my haunting suspicion that it was you yeah, is probably yeah. true, but I never want to actually like. Um, I'll tie into my la- into our last pod really quick by saying that I think a really good metric of who I am as a person is actually like the relationships that I've had for a super long time like I think that so I've had my two best friends Cameron and Emma shout out you guys I've had them since we were three four and five and we've never had yeah and we've never had like a really big fight or conflict or anything like we pretty much have just unilaterally like loved and supported each other forever not to say that that's always been easy but because we understand each other for who we are, and I guess we're clearly naturally compatible, like that's been pretty conflict free. And then I also look back at my ended relationships, and I can honestly say that like pretty much every single one of my significant ex boyfriends is like at the very least like positively like cool with me. So when people are like Olivia, like you're mean, I'm like, am I really though? Because the people that have always been the most important to me, who I've had weird beef with, like I've managed to resolve that because I'm not, a, I'm not a fucking monster. Like I may be blunt, but like I'm not also a bad person. Like going back to the idea that like it's relative what that even means. Um, I I think a good case study for me would be like with Anna, who is. Uh-huh. Do people know who Anna is at this point? Or <laughs> Anna's soulmate, fairy godmother. Anna's my life force. She's my life, fucking life force. Yeah, um, she's my best friend, yeah. and she falls into the same camp as the three of, or as the two of us in terms of emergency nice, nice when it counts. Um, but and she can be mean as well, but. I think that the biggest obscurity with Anna is, like, she, her language of care is really different than mine. Um, Oh, her love language. Yeah. yeah. So say more. She'll, for her, it's, it's not about, um, she also has ADHD, and it actually does really factor into our friendship. Um, and to like all of her relationships, like her attention span and her bandwidth only go so far and she can really, which is why she's so good at social media. Yeah. But like, yes, (laughs) but point being, she can really only focus on what's in front of her at a given time. So even people like she can only focus on like who's in front of her and, and, you know, forget to check in or update. Like there will be, I'll be talking to her. I talk to her all day, every day, but like, I'm not actually getting sometimes any updates or like what's important like she just she forgets she it's not intentional but 
sometimes on my end, it feels as though, like, why wouldn't you want to tell me that? You're, you're, you're my best friend. Um, yeah. And so, and so that's not actually mean, although I've been hurt by it. Like, you know, right. And so I think a big part, I think that goes back to what we were saying before, which is like various people are sensitive about various things. Right. So like, maybe for me, because like, right. But like, no, but like we, because you and I both have a weird family stuff that's manifesting our weird friend stuff. Like, if someone is not acting with the same level of care toward us that we're accustomed to, there is a chance that we will like interpret that negatively and be sad about it. Or you could feel that that's me. And you can feel hurt by it. But to be honest with Anna, I think that it was the healthiest thing that happened when we had a blowout argument about that on the streets of New York last September outside of her apartment, Mm. screaming match outside of her apartment. Um, it was a breakthrough moment. Like we ended it hugging and in tears because I just did not understand that that was like part of the like mechanics of her brain that it just like doesn't work in the same way. And it's, there's no intention behind it or anything. And so the, 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 the moral of the story was like, I just need to reset my expectations about Anna on these things. Like I, I don't need, it's so funny for me to think about you being like, this person doesn't communicate with me enough because I think I'm like a fucking stellar communicator. And sometimes I'm like, Melissa. Dude, but you're literally that. the only person who says that about me because you are up my asshole hourly and I can't keep up. Yeah, I am. I am I so like it's otherwise, that's my, no one that's says that about me though. That No, that actually is my love language because I am up like, five people's assholes and other than that you will not hear from me from a full calendar year (laughs) except from every hour on the hour well that's what I think if you're one of those five people like I'm in your anus but like if it is like a random fucking person like if you're not on my like love list like I I, no you're never gonna hear back it's not you're gonna you're lost in the sauce I I I was talking about this with Claudia about how I will say not a great texter but that doesn't mean I'm not a good communicator you just need to know you're, where to reach me. You're a communicator via Instagram DM. Yeah, you just need to know how to reach me. Andy, <laughs> Andy realized, again, reset expectations. She realized text, it's not her thing. DM, she'll be there. I'm going to go and meet her there. And mm-hmm. we haven't had mm-hmm. issues since, you know? Right, right, right. It's about meeting people where it, it is about meeting people where they are. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, so with Anna, it was like, I can do that. I I understand now what was happening and why we were having issues. And I can meet you where you are because I don't actually have an issue with that. I just didn't understand it. Totally. And that's what I meant, I guess, by me saying, like, the people who I've had in my life, like, the biggest problems we have is when I'm just being me and my personality is, like, my normal fucking self. And they're like, you're being mean or like, whatever. And I'm like, okay, haven't we known each other for like seven years though? Like, you know, I'm not intending to be mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, why, why do you have suddenly like different expectations for me? Like, not to think that boundaries aren't okay. Because people can be like, hey, I'm sensitive about that. Like, don't do it. And I'll be like, oh shit, sorry. And then I'll do my best not to. But it's like that level of like lack of forgiveness is like interesting to me, if that makes sense. It's still a strange one for me, too, because, again, Anna and I, it's something that we still deal with, even in our closest friendships. 
like it's a funny thing that yeah. we say where Anna I am Anna I'm an Anna translator and Anna is a Melissa translator like right for our peers for our, for, for our peers what the fuck for our for our friends like our literal <laughs> sisters there will be times where like our closest friends are still offended by something that we've said and what Anna needs to translate for me on my behalf or I need to translate for Anna on her behalf and be like okay I know she said this but you need to realize what it means in Anna speak and how it's not mean at all actually (laughs) like yeah no and as someone who's been firsthand yelled at by Anna I think this is like I think I've been yelled at by you I've been yelled at by Anna I've been yelled at by pretty much every person that I would consider to be like a a close friend in my life and like but the thing is like I know people who can dish it but they can't take it back but I'm I'm like I'll 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 be honest I'm not like that like I can dish it but I can also take it back like if somebody dishes it out to me like the cold heart honest to god truth like I'll hear that you know like I'm not I'm not I'm not a bitch I'm not a little bitch about things that I can like I'm not easily offended I guess is what I'm trying to say like I while I am, I would still classify myself as, like, a relatively sensitive person, like, I don't think that I'm easily offended by things. Yeah. Do you think you're, do you think you're, like, easily offended? Like, do you think that no. you're easily, in general, offended? Uh, perhaps in the past, but I think that I've actually leaned more into criticism that I've gotten in recent years. Like, I've been yeah. really into... Very constructive. Yeah, I've been into, like, whenever I do get criticism, um like working past that obvious discomfort that you would get if you've been criticized and just like, okay, why do I feel, why do I feel triggered? I hate the word triggered, but you, for, you know, for the context, why, why is that triggering me? Like, why is that offending me? If I know it's not true, it wouldn't make me feel this way as much or something. And so like luxuriating in that discomfort a little bit more and like, it actually helps me work through it and ultimately not be so sensitive about it. Because then I can just be, like, constructive and, like, productive with whoever I'm talking with. Like, I can have a productive conversation and be like, oh, shit, like, that is maybe something that I do. Like, and then just talk about it with them versus, like, argue right. with them. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that. I also, what you were saying of, like, why am I, like, triggered by this? Like, oh, I can hate that word. Like, but what else? So much Give me a different word. word. What? Right, like, there's none. But um, what I was going to say, though, is, like, I think also that the evilest thing that someone else can do that I would, despite being, maybe I mean, whatever, I don't know. Like, I would never do this. And I think that you'll relate is, like, when someone picks a purposeful point of insecurity for you and presses on it to hurt you. Because they're close enough to you that they know your insecurities and then they're going to use them to hurt you. Like, I would never do that. Ever. Like, if I... If I have done that, it's not, ca- it's not, not on, purpose. on purpose. Right. Like, I, if I have the privilege to be emotionally close with someone and they tell me a bunch of things that they're insecure about, if we ever have a fight, I'm not going to use those things to hurt them. Like, that is evil. Proper and evil. I stand by that. That is, like, top evil. No, like, that's, I think that's, the meanest I think thing that, someone like, can textbook? do. Isn't that, like, what a psychopath is? Or a sociopath? No, psychopath. I don't know, but, like, I just think that it's, like, so textbook fucking mean and, like, horrible to just be, like, like, use, like, an insecure point for somebody and, like, 
you know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, if you uh, yes. Someone like, <laughs> yeah, someone who's close to you, who, like, knows things, be like, blah, 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 like, purposely, because those things are what's going to hurt you. Like, that is fucked up. I thankfully haven't had people in my life really I know that that's it's happened to people in my life but I can't think of a time where someone's really done that to me maybe Anna a little bit but and maybe me to her a little bit but that doesn't even count because we're just just we're yeah we're like we're we're able to like our our friendship can (laughs) can get pretty raw in that way and it not be offensive still but, oh, but I also think it's constructive. Like, if you're, like, at a certain point with someone where, like, you're really good yeah. friends with them and you're close with them, it can be different. But, like, I'll give you an example. Like, so I had a guy a few years ago. You know what I'm talking about. I had a guy be, like, you're not interesting. You're, like, vapid. And, like, everyone in your life will fucking leave you because you're toxic, blah, 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 blah. And he was just mad because I started dating somebody else. Like, that. Wow. <laughs> so that's why he's, yeah, no, it was, like, a crazy fucking text. Like, I can just verbatim read the text. I screenshotted the text, Melissa, and I kept it in my favorites on my phone because it's the meanest like, thing anyone's ever said to me. Do you think that you, like, how many bad guys have you been with? Like, actually, like, you know the no, guys two. we hear about where it's, like, guys, yeah, yeah, wow, like, men are just, t- like, they suck. How many of those? Two? Two. I can't say I've been with a bad guy. Let me read this text. I think you're a horrible person. I wish I hadn't done anything with you either. The only silver lining is that redacted is better off without your poisonous presence. Your friendship is hollow. You aren't deep. You are superficial. Thank God you're out of our lives. I imagine this won't be the first time you hear someone say these words. I imagine a whole lot of your so-called friendships will end this way. There is nothing to gain from you and everything to lose. Keep jumping from guy to guy to try and fill the void that's a result of you being an incomplete person. Wow. Um, like, <laughs> whoa. This is a guy who I dated for like two months and then like broke up with because I went to college. Like, um, that that's what I'm saying, Melissa. Is like, like you're like honest with somebody and like emotionally vulnerable, and then they just. I like, would never. I've never that done that. You and it's I've like, never done anything like you just read in my entire life. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So when people are like, "You're mean," I'm like, "Really? Am I?" Because it's there like are actual mean people right. out in the world. I saw that guy, this dude. I saw him on the street in San Francisco last summer, like almost a year ago, and I had like the most visceral reaction to seeing this person in public like I literally like I didn't cry but I like like my I had like a panic like I had like a physical panic response and I was like thinking about people who have been like you're mean Olivia I'm like I that I would not say that to my worst enemy when when that's fucking psychotic I'm sorry fucking psychotic when have you um what are some examples of times when you've either actually been mean or been misunderstood as being mean like just to just to provide some examples for for... Mm. I talked a little bit about this on the last pod which is like a friendship that I'm just kind of recently um I had a couple of close friends who were dating because I introduced them which is horrible and no one should ever do that so for our listeners like just don't it's not worth it like don't introduce your friends it's never gonna end well they're all gonna get mad at you 
Um, so I had my friend, my female friend from high school. Um, I introduced her to my college best friend. There's levels of like this shit being crazy, but um, basically like she called me and they were in like a stupid fight about some dumb stuff. And so I was like just talking to her and like talking her down um, and to try to make her feel better about like some dumb shit that he did. I sent her this very ugly picture of this like really embarrassing theater girl that her boyfriend hooked up with in, in fucking college. And I was like, at least you're not this girl, like, lol, like, whatever, like, trying to, like, make a joke, which, like, kind of distasteful, but, like, whatever, like, yeah. it's mostly just offensive to that girl I was making fun of. Um, you could argue that it was probably meanest to her. <laughs> but she screenshotted that. She screenshotted my text, and she sent it to her boyfriend, and then he texted me and was really mad about it, and now none of us are friends because I tried to make fun of that theater girl. So, like, that's what I'm talking about when I talk about, like, stupid things that were like maybe kind of mean that like just got me in over my head does that make sense yeah I, like, I, I think trying that... to be mean it was maybe mean around the edges but my intention was clearly not cool it's too. just like jokes honestly that push the envelope that get me in the worst trouble right like it they're like really, again it's like i'm it's trying to actually make you laugh but... right like do you actually not feel better knowing that your boyfriend fucked that horrible theater girl like come on dude like it's a little funny it's like oh it's like it's like more than a little it's like I would laugh if somebody I I've been in a relationship for two and a half years and if somebody sent me a really hit photo of somebody Danny used to fuck I would be like lol you know have you ever had to do the thing where so like the dynamic in my in my like really close friend group is that it's me and Anna so like we're both this way (laughs) And then the other two girls are not, are, they're not. (laughs) Like, they're not. not. And so it's like, that's why I think, you know, well, Anna and I are, you know, we're just, we are the, like, we are best friends if you boil it down. But, you know, that group, we are sisters as well, the whole group, the whole unit. But, um, well, it's like friends, but it can be. Yeah. So, point being, though, there have been times in the past where it's like, yes. Anna and I have pushed the envelope a little bit too much and we've had to come back to the group like a dog with their tail down, you know, <laughs> and like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, Just be like, shit. Yeah, like, well, that's what I was going to say, Melissa, is that in that situation, even though I thought it was stupid that they were offended, I apologize yeah. very sincerely. I was like, oh my god, I'm oh, so sorry. I really did not mean to hurt your feelings, blah, blah, blah. But it didn't matter. Like, they didn't care. Like, they were like, you're a bitch. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, do you still not get it if I, it, it's me? And it's like, we've been right, friends. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, we've been friends for five years. And like, you just, you don't get it. And it's me. <laughs> because at, at some point, at some point, that's, that is. At some point, I'm not going to change. But it's, no, but at some point, it's like, okay, well. If in the past you have just been a little fuck like me, I I mm-hmm. I was a fuck at one point in my life, and I really was. I wouldn't know. I don't. Again, I wouldn't say mean in like the bully sense, but I was um, insensitive. I was insensitive for sure. Um, I was just too clever for my own good, kind of like Great. I would totally. sometimes like my own good for sure. Like try to make jokes that were like I thought were going over people's head or something. And then, like, like, like they weren't, like, people were just, well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, 
So I, I definitely have like grown out of that. Um, wait, sorry. I just had a really stupid moment. What, what was I about to make a point about? What did you just say? You <laughs> what did you mean just to say? people, Melissa? What did you do that was mean? Wait, what did you? I wanted. I, what did you just say? Though. I fully just blacked out. <laughs> what did you uh, just say? I blacked out too. <laughs> Fuck! I was about to. I make was like, a good we were talking point. about. We were talking about like people who know us versus like like people that we're friends with who know us and who still get offended by the things that we do. <gasps> oh, like, oh, why are you offended? Oh, 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 this is who yes, I am. Yes, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So, <laughs> so yes, <laughs> I have been a dick previ- in a previous, uh, you know, form. <laughs> back in you're gonna continue to yes <laughs> however, however you can just say this is who i am no but this is what this is what i'm getting at it's that mm-hmm. there are because i don't condone being a dick for the sake of it um that being yeah. said i think that as we've talked about throughout this podcast or <laughs> wow can't believe i just said that um as, as, as we've been talking about, um, you know, we've taken opportunities throughout our life to, like, get better and, like, learn from situations as well and, like, take accountability and just try to better, right. like, see how how we come off. And, and um, you yeah, know, if we yeah, do, I mean, if we do need to check any of that. And so my, my point is that my point oh. is that. As long as you are continuing to do that, I also, I think that there's a way to do that in such a fashion that you don't have to, like, change who you are. Like, change your, this, this gets back to the fundamental, no, this gets back to the <laughs> fundamental question. It's like, we can be nice and still have this personality. I am, I am, <laughs> I I think, think it's I, true. No, and that's, I think we've established we're both, like, nice people. Because at some point, it's, like, I don't think, why would we want to, like, subtract too much and just not be who we are for the sake of being, um, you know. Like more. Well, considered. Palatable. Palatable <laughs> in a way that's just, um, you know. It's not forgettable. It's not us. Exactly. It's yeah, easy. It's, it's easy. It's easy. It's very easy. And I think it's harder to do what what we what we're doing. <laughs> but like be yourself. just being yourself. But but uh, yeah, and that's I think what makes because you can you can threatening is like you can over ourselves. you can overcheck yourself. You can overcorrect. You can overcorrect. Totally. And I think that was my my point here. That at the same time, as much as you want to, you know, continue to check in and like have that self awareness about yourself, not to yeah not to a fault don't do that to a fault don't overcorrect and and lose parts of yourself too yeah I found myself at the end of my career at my horrible corporate job I was like maybe I'll just be friends with these horrible Republican girls we can all like get our like acrylic nails done and then go out for like two for one margaritas and then I was like wait no like I have I have like seven brain cells like I don't need to fucking do that and then I just quit I I loved that that was so epic it was kind of sexy if you ask me but um I think that the point is is like you can just like actually be who you are and you'll find people who love you and some people will fall along the way but you needn't beat yourself up over it and like having that text from that horrible guy be like everyone in your life will leave you I was like that's weird because like I still have the same best friends I've had since I was like three years old and like the same best friends from college and like 
people know who I am and people love me and people appreciate the qualities in me that make me less likable to others. And that makes me like myself more around those people. And that's what makes those people special to me. Um, and sometimes I do need to be less of a bitch. And I'm open to that. Right <laughs> I'm now, also open to that. <laughs> right now, I will ride my asshole wave. I think, though, um, an interesting thing that, that Claudia said to me was, like, because she's been introducing me to new people and her boyfriend. And Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and god i love claudia i'm sorry i just like do really do (laughs) and anyway her boyfriend gave her feedback on me and he was just like i've just i I mean not in a way that this is about this is a grand statement what i'm about to say but i just take it take it for the words that they are like he was like i've never met anyone like her just in that yeah. it's hard to like when you are like just being yourself as much as possible like I don't really think that like your personality really should map on directly onto anyone else like yeah, I, I don't know who's comparable to you really despite the fact that we like yeah. share this thing I still think that we're like very distinct personalities yeah coexisting coexisting um but thriving yes um (laughs) but i but there's no one there's no one like olivia jane and there ain't yeah and like i think that was what claudia was telling to me she she was like no i agree like there's no one like melissa and again that sounds like some superfluous like praise but i think it's just like a fact of like again being comfortable in your skin and just being you um you shouldn't really like map on to people so easily. Also, I think I also, because I, when I was younger, I had a harder time making friends due to previous bullying that has been discussed. Um, I think that I went into my adult life thinking that people wouldn't like who I am if I was myself. And I've never been proven wrong more. Same. The friends that I've made, like we both moved to Paris not knowing anybody and having never I had personally never been before to Paris like I just moved there and I was able to make like five lifelong friends yeah and to me like and with very little effort it was oh my gosh it's like I woke up and somehow we were all friends yeah like it just it was normal so and like college like I made friends in college was it always easy no but like did I make friends I'll have forever yes like so I don't know, like, I guess I just think that that insecurity came from a much deep-seated, sad place, and that's also fine, but it just is not, that doesn't need to, that, that narrative I told myself, like, doesn't need to play out in my adult life, um, even though maybe I'm, like, unlikable as mean or, like, whatever, like, I still have people who love me, so I don't care. <laughs> that's a really sweet last word, I feel. I think that is the last word. Yeah. No, you put it so beautifully. Um, It's a sentimental one, but I think it's just (laughs) at the because at the end of the day, we are fucking nice. Like, listen to what she just said. (laughs) Yeah. Would that come from like a mean person? Yeah. Like, would a mean person be like, life is about stupid things? I think it is. Like, I think being alive is about like loving other people, and like we're gonna get 
deeper on the pod in different episodes when we talk about like spirituality or like anything that's like more serious than just like being a bitch which is most things are more serious than that but like I think that like the idea of purpose in life really has to do the most with like the kind of connections you have with other people and like the kind of help you give to other people and the kind of like the service that you find mm. in being alive with others so I think that that's that's the last word like 